big artists. And right now, I'm one of the biggest, literally. I, yeah, it's, I want the lobster with the crab. I don't want fried shrimp. It goes lobster, crab legs, shrimp. Not me. All I see is a whole bunch of nothing over there. I'm mad. How you gonna order seafood and no lobster? You got shrimp. Man, but that's all. Man, shrimp, shrimp, exactly. That's like ordering french fries after the hamburger. Right. They're good. The french fries are good. But that's a side order. Hella candy, chips. What's this? Empty empty calories. That's nothing. That's 100 calories. By the time I open the bag and eat it, I eat this, I lost the calories. I'm opening the damn bag. Shit, man. It goes lobster, crab legs, shrimp. It goes lobster, crab legs, it goes lobster, crab legs, shrimp. Stop, it's not a flu. It's, the, it's not a joke. Episode 70. Natch, episode 70. Why you're going to order seafood but no lobster? Why are you going to order seafood but no lobster? Oh. Why? Yeah. Okay. That Now it's it's totally in focus now. Words of wisdom from uh, Riff Raff. That's, uh, that, that's a little ditty by Shoulder Season. Shoulder Season. Coming at you. Mm-hmm. Original, as always, in honor of his new album. What's it called? Peach? Pe- Peach Panther. Peach Panther. Haven't heard it. Did you see his new haircut on the gram there? No. You know, he's had those like day glowy cornrows. Or I something do. From yeah, oh, yeah. No, he had like a, a very, like kind of a Ramones haircut, just black and shaggy. Oh, he took and it he out was of the doing rose. like a 360 selfie video and kind of tossing it around. <laughs> Good for him. Force of nature, that guy. So I don't know if you noticed something, Mark. Uh, wow. That I, that I, that I introduced, introduced this show as Natch episode 70. Oh, I heard you. Natch 70, whisper in your lover's ear, text the Soundhawk, 303-548-6877. Why did you call it Natch? Well, because what was once Natchcast has now streamlined. It's like we were uh, molting, and now we've emerged as Natch, and we're leaving that dried up Natch cast. Cast, cast is, is the past. Cast in the past. Cast is the past. 
We've, yeah, so the dried up casing has been cast into the past. Podcasts have arrived. You don't need to call them casts. So get ready for the future. This is just Natch. And speaking of the future. Call us Natch. Call us Natch. But gaze into our new logo as well. Yeah, we got Because that is a glimpse into the future. Ooh, it's. It's a galactic kind of. It's it's tough to get those right. Edge of the universe theme. As you can see by some of Josh's early work on our Twitter What do you mean? The very first one was a home run. You and I on a yellow background. Natch. I look like an idiot. You look like you're I look I insane. having some sort of seizure. <laughs> That's the best part about it. It's like catching a real moment. Off kilter. Good work from you. Thanks. Hey, but you really brought it home. You were like, you know what? Let's just, let's just do the N.A. Yeah. Instead of your kaleidoscope. It's iconic. Fucking space insanity. That's, in- that's iconic. Tell you what, though. That's in the merch shop. I think I, you noticed I tweeted the one design that's very circular. Perfect coaster. Let's make Natch, ca- or Natch, excuse me, Natch coasters to go with the Snowflake and Stardust All t-shirts. Hey, right. let's do it. Okay. It'll be our first piece of merch. We're still working on the merch. Hey, but when the merch arrives, it's A lot of be... people are, are angling for the merch. We know, we know we're yeah. working on it. We really are. T-shirt, we got two solid T-shirt ideas. A coaster design now. A coaster design and oh, uh, we had a hat. We had a hat. Yeah. Hey, this new logo would be good on it. If you could get a hat with a galaxy print and then that logo Ooh. over top. Are those still cool? Like if you did like a whole galaxy t-shirt? They're hmm, a couple yeah. years old. Yeah. Those were on the sale rack at Urban Outfitters like a year ago, probably. So. Okay, hipster. I'm just got my finger on the pulse, Mark. You got your finger on the, up the, is that, is on the pulse the, of... Uh, is that where the pulse is at Urban Outfitters? No, but it's on the pulse. So as a byproduct of me being on the pulse, oh, I know. Yeah, old man, 40-year-old pulse taker, Urban Outfitters. Oh, yeah. So I just go, if it's on the sale rack at Urban Outfitters, that means nah. no longer cool. Brush style, Old Navy, four bucks a shirt. Yep. Lasts three put those Put those kids to work in those sweatshops, Mark. Just waiting for the floor to collapse. Is the audio okay? Just run quick check. Audio is wonderful. It sounds totally weird to me this week. Sounds totally weird to you every week. Natchcast is Natch. Don't be alarmed. All your feeds work. All the handles work. We've streamlined. You can just think yep. of us as that one brand, Natch. Hey, speaking of merch, Mark, you know who knows a thing or two about merch? Tell me. Natch rancher Dave Carney. Dave Carney, a uh, longtime editor of Big Brother Skateboarding. Let me go to this link. Launcher the, of uh, Jackass. In the Google Doc. And so where do you end up? I end up at Paisley Skates. Paisley Skates. Oh, you see some these. signature decks. Nope. That's a lot of hiss. All right. It's because you made me crank your EQ. Oh, sorry. So the, the hiss is on you this week, my friend. We, what happened to the warm home that uh, you didn't just like the it. tip liked? You were complaining. I thought we were going back outside. Well, we got a, a pinch hitter babysitter, so we're inside. Okay, I'm looking at two skateboards. I'm looking at decks. One of them has... I think you're actually looking at the top and the bottom of oh, okay. a single deck. So the top would be the cat? The bottom would be the cat. Oh, the top should be the, the cat. The top gets covered with grip tape, dude. Okay, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're going to cover up his signature? That's just what happens with skateboards, man. It's the price you pay. Poorly designed. And is, is this a little French phallus? What is this guy? Uh, I think it's some sort of little cock and balls. With a beret? Yeah. And holding a... I don't know what that says. All right. But I like the cat. What's the cat? What's the significance of the cat? Well, the significance of the cat... Gary. Uh, is That's Dave's cat, Gary, who mm. died, uh, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight years ago. 
but, at, I'm sorry. But Gary was famous. He signed all these decks differently. There's a little shot of him signing them. Oh, this yeah. one signed Gary. This one signed Dave Carney. This one signed Turd. <laughs> <laughs> turd. Oh, I got the Turd one. The classic Carney. You never know what you're going to get, right? No, I kind of want to order a Gary deck because, okay, Gary was a very famous cat. Dave would write about his cat all the time in Big Brother magazine. He actually went to a cat show. The, 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 I think he tried to enter Gary into a cat show. The logo for Paisley Skates appears to be Hitler taking a selfie. Well. Not. What? Come on, people. All right. I interrupted. Gary. I'm used to it. Gary was his cat. This wonderful gray cat with no tail. Oh. Uh, and I got to hang out with Gary. I went to Dave's house. I've been to Dave's house one time. One time only. It was the, it was the evening that uh, Hunter Thompson shot himself. Oh, yeah. Notable for that. It was raining, Gary, raining cats and dogs. Gary was alive or not? No, Gary was alive. And uh, I got really drunk. I drank a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. I'd been drinking. You were all excited to be with Dave. It had, really been a, it had been a busy day. The boy band that I was in at the time, Cool Runnings. Do you know about Cool Runnings? <laughs> we would sing uh, reggae covers of Prince songs. And we all had these like day glow. Uh, Who else was in this boy band? Sam, my Timberlake? friend Sam. Oh, your friend Sam. And then my brother Leif. We were called Cool Runnings, and we would we went down to uh, the Hollywood Theater, dressed in our Cool Runnings outfits, and we had, put, had we had we had put together a song. No, we had put together a cover of uh, Doves When Doves Cry. On what acapella? Oh, I thought I could find it. Um, no, no, we had like a, a backing track that we created on a computer. It was like digital music, and then we were like Doves Cry. Doves. We were kind of singing. Okay. Well, if you can find it, let's pause and put it in here. We'll close with it. I'll okay. look for it. We'll um, but anyway. Uh, so we'd been doing that. We took it, we we burned it to CD, and then we had a Discman, and we went down to uh, the... the uh, a Discman? What's that? The Oriental Theater? Is that what it's called? What's the famous Terrible. theater? You, and we, we were trying to get people to man, listen to... Discman, Oriental is racist. No, but I think that's what the theater's called, isn't it? Oh, yeah. The... the uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's down on the walk Why, of fame, Something's Chinese theater. The Chinese theater. Excuse Look me. at you. Look where your mind goes. Well, anyway, we went down there. And we were trying to get tourists to listen to our music. How dare you! And we got this German couple. They I, I they really thought we were to funny. All of the Asians and Asian Americans listening to this podcast. You know what, dude? Calling a person Oriental is offensive. Calling a rug or a theater Oriental, I'm bleeding, is not. A lot of blood in my life these days. Go ahead. So we we were playing our song for people through the headsets, and then this German couple really liked us, and they they <laughs> took a picture with us. And the guy tipped us $5. Yeah. And then the only other nice thing that happened was this, this guy and his kid stopped, and the kid listened to the music for a minute, and he was kind of like... Oh, so it wasn't out loud. Bobbins. They had to put on yeah, the Yeah, they head- had to put on the headphones. Oh, it was like nice. we, were, we were shilling our newest creation. And then as we walked away, he said, Jamon, mm. to us. And then we, after that, we retired to the alley and drank some plum brandy that we had for some reason. And then eventually ended up at Dave Carney's house. And Why were you in You didn't live in L.A. I went. Sam lived there. My oh, brother okay. and I went out there to visit him. And then I was supposed to meet Dave to write a profile of him for Stop Smiling Magazine. Okay. So then we all went to his house okay. and hung out and got real sauced. Did the entire Cool Runnings team go? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. We all represented. And then we were like, at one point, I was really drunk. And I was kind of laying down on the floor in his study. Where, where he did the Glenn, the Glenn Danzig book club, that little vicinity of his house. And Gary, I was trying to get Gary to come over to me. so good. So I spent a long time just like trying to coax Gary over. And then I pet Gary for a while. He was very surly, but 
lovely beast. This is another a memorial to Gary. Oh, I was just excited to see Gary on a skateboard. It was a big deal for Dave when Gary passed away. I'm sure. He was a, a and I'm not he was a really a famous cat. To anyone who read Big Brother skateboarding, he was like more than a mascot, you know? He was like a staff member. All right. So we we're honoring him on a on a deck. Oh, the point was Dave Carney, he knows merch, man. He knows merch. Gary's been dead for almost a decade. But I mean, the legend of Gary lives on. So put him on a, a nice, that looks like a pretty sweet shaped skateboard too. It's kind of like a bullet. I, that's a classy, uh, That that's a very evocative photo of Gary. I like the top. I think Dave took that picture. It's a beautiful photo. It beautiful, is. Beautiful cat. That, well, that photo appeared in an issue of Big Brother magazine. Beautiful rendering of everything. The, the top of that board, that's nice looking. And then the bottom is a god awful mess. No, no, no. The bottom is the cat. Oh, then the top is. <laughs> on skateboards, the, what, you don't. You don't. What's the little phallus guy? I don't. Am it's I just supposed for to know? Fun. Oh, and the, right. the deal with the skateboard is, is like if someone buys that and they're going to skateboard on it, they're going to put grip tape over the pink side, so all you'd really ever see is Gary. Okay. Yeah. Clearly, I some know, people I buy know, skateboards. I know a lot about this. I mean, I could see someone buying that and wanting to hang it on their wall. In That's which case, you would also. You're not even going to ride it. I know, but you hang it on the wall. You're also not going to see the little Dick Beret guy. So it's just sort of an Easter egg for the owner of the board. If I enlarge this, can I see what that actually is? Here we go. Gary X. Dave. Paisley Skates presents the... uh, I can't read it. Something of Big Brother. It's another Big Big Brother homage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... No, it's offensive. I'm not... Okay. Well, that magazine changed a lot of people's lives. And (laughs) and, you know what's funny to me is minutes ago we were talking about Chris Pontius... And Jackass, and you confided to me that you've never seen those movies, never which is them. just, like my, it, that explains all your problems. I, everything I know about Dave, I know through you and our lovely chat in episode... 10? No, no, 10 was 40 ounces of freedom. 11. I'm just, I'm, I envy you that you get to watch Jackass 1 and 2, especially for the first time, because they are hysterical. It's just a celebration of... The insanity of life, man. It's so good. Oh, that's Tyler Wells, episode 26. Arlo Crawford, 25. Let's, remember, let's remember, get back to 11. Remember when we had guests? 16. Yep. Dave Carney, 16. <sighs> that one was a rough one for the Soundhawk because Dave Carney's house it sounded like he was in an aviary. Oh, I love it. It's good to be with you as always. Oh, that's me. We okay. Were you playing a little bit of episode 16? I wanted to, I was catch the birds. We've got a guest. <laughs> We've got a guest. Welcome to the episode. So anyway. Mark okay. has some homework, and that homework is to watch Jackass with Jenny. You guys are gonna, you're gonna love it. Okay, you're gonna love it. You're gonna buy one. I think you gotta buy one of these. I think I will. I need a new skateboard, but then the the problem is, do I ride that? You're not gonna ride that. I probably would because if I hang it up, maybe I'd hang it up. You're gonna hang up, Gary. I, do I think like you gotta it. hang up the other side. Yeah, <laughs> just hang up the dick. Yeah. Uh, all right. My so kids would ask a lot of questions about that skateboard if they saw it. Now, why are you telling me that podcasts are like the Dick Cavett show? Oh, here's why. So I was watching. That's the best thing about not having cable. Is we I just, have, we're just in a moment, we'll get to the book club. Yep. I'm cluing people in so they can enjoy the ride. Yeah. And then I think we have four stories. Yeah. Hey. So just sit back, relax. It's we'll get to them. Tight, tight we'll one. get to them. It's all going to happen. Hey, but this is some uh, insider info for you here because I was watching the Dick Cavett show. Best part about having no cable in the house and having an antenna is that you get all these weird retro channels like me tv and oh yeah i get those they're the best and at night uh i think it's 20 no they really are because they play like the fucking judy garland show at night so i get to do yoga and watch the judy garland show at night 
What's better than that? And then they also play the Dick Cavett show, which have you watched the Dick Cavett show before? No. Never? I mean, I've seen it. One of the best. Uh, Quite an interview. Late night. Oh, stellar. And he would have like interest. <laughs> he would have really interesting people on the show. And so I was watching the other night and he had a panel. The entire panel was writers from sitcoms. So unattractive, <laughs> paunchy men who were writers for sitcoms. Wait a minute. Where are you going with this? My point is, you'd never see that on, on oh. TV today. Oh, so podcasts are that, not this podcast, podcasts in general. They are. They're, that's where people go because, you know, people... For dumpy, unattractive are, people? No, no. There are a lot of people who would like to sit Some and listen bitch. to writers talk about how a sitcom is built. Oh, I see. That audience exists. And I'm oh, thinking of actually You Made It Weird is a good example because he has lots of comedy writers on that show. So Mark does, Maron so does, does Maron, too. Yeah. So it's like... You know how much harder it is to do a podcast without the guests? You're welcome. What's well, that? What's that noise? Oh, it's just a phone. I bet they can't even hear it anymore. So anyway, I think that Dick that uh, podcasts can fill a void. Dicks can fill a void. Dicks can fill a uh, that uh, the dick le- the dick the absence of dick left a void. What oh, is boy. happening? What? <clears throat> uh, oh, oh, it's just uh, that podcasts fill that void for for real niche niche information. That took a turn. What? I was just finishing the story. I had a You're just making an second. analogy between Dick Cavett and podcasts. Okay. I'm saying like that kind of... But an alluring one. That, a peek that, behind the scenes. That there are pe- still people who would like to sit and find out that information. They don't want to just watch pretty people... Oh, I see. ...play <sighs> drinking games with Jimmy Fallon. You know what I'm saying? Depth. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> hey, I like Fallon that show. Day. I watch that show. It's... He's good. He's Guests good. suck. God, stop with the guests. Just stop bringing these people on TV. You know why? Bring some TV writers back on TV. Oh, this is related. You and your beautiful people in Hollywood. Zit chic. Zit chic. Did you see this? I opened that. Yeah. Well, what was the big fancy fashion week that I should know? Was it Milan? Milan uh, in case you missed it, fashion designer Moto Guo turned beauty standards upside down during Milan... Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. Let's go ahead and get Greg's egg in here. <laughs> I guess you never know when Greg's coming. I'll be back with the zit sheet. <laughs> Greg's eggs coming to you in three, two, one. Akak, Mark, Josh, you goofballs, love and kisses. Being in business isn't easy. More angstorama than ever before, which means sometimes you just gotta take some time away for your sanity and to do stuff that forces you to forget all those other responsibilities. We call this an eat, sleep, blank vacation. The blank is all about that something you love to do, that one thing. Ride your bike, ski, garden, cook, hike, surf, explore, read, write, spelunking, meditating, climbing, Disneyland. At least once a year, it's cool to spend a three or five or seven or ten days filling in your blank. It's a forced distraction filled with love. You don't mind turning off your phone or not checking emails because you're solely focused on just three things. 
I thought I knew how to do this, and then I did it with Gary Erickson, the founder of Cliff Bar. He's been riding his bike in the Dolomites for 30 years or so and knows the area quite well. We did an eight-day cycling trip in these incredible Italian mountains. He enlightened and inspired me. Oh, the simplicity of just doing three things. We ate, we rode, we slept. Not much time for doing anything else with non-stop 100-mile 10,000 climbing feet each day. Yes, an extreme example, but it's good for you and it's good to you. Also, if your blank is outside, then the bonus is the union of human and nature. The peeps that do this kind of stuff, it's where big ideas and solutions come from. And for issue-laden ding-dongs like myself, it's where I face my demons and thoughts like a lion rather than a dog chasing a stick. Thinking. Some words that relate to a trip like this. Confidence, fun, creativity, vision, fun. Did I say that twice? Resilience, etc. So it's your blank, baby. I would encourage you to fill in the blank for three days to start, but then you'll want to do it for seven. (laughs) (laughs) He got it. I'm not entirely sure what he's laughing at at the very end. That you. You're going to do it for a long time? Is that the... I like that little laugh. Is that a do it ref? I don't know. Do it? I don't know. What's your blank, Mark? You're going to go on... You're going to Iceland soon. What's your blank going to be? Mm, what is my you're blank? You're going to eat. You're going to sleep. You know what? This do is, it brush style. This is my blank. Brush style? This is my blank. Oh, podcasting? Uh-huh. Well, that's great news for your family. Well, I guess I'm not going to do it on a vacation, though. We should do that. I should have a podcast vacation <laughs> once a day. Well, I've got my road mic, dude. I can, I'm going to podcast on vacation. Ooh. Everybody get ready. I don't know. What's your blank? I've had different blanks in my life. I used to run a lot. Then we traveled a lot. Bird banding. Like capturing birds and putting <laughs> bands around their legs? And, uh, yeah. yeah. Deep in on some science field natural history. Wow. Um, Catch them in a mist net. Gives and get them. You have to learn to hold them the right way, and then you tag them and study them. So you risk breaking their wings in order to in the name satisfy. Of science, them. you do. Yeah, science. I think my blank. Okay, Brexit. Yoga. I, I can do yoga anywhere, though. I can eat, sleep, and yeah. No, it has to be. You have to leave and turn everything off and do this. What would it be? I like to go skateboarding. Shit. What if I don't have a blank? Your That's... blank should be watching Jackass. <laughs> Telling you, it's going to change your life, man. I have tiny blanks. I don't have a big <laughs> blank anymore. I need a big blank. Uh, well, there might be a procedure for that. Thank you, Greg. 4G back in the house. Wait a minute. I was talking about something. You were talking about Zitz at Milan Fashion oh, Week. Yeah, Japanese here. designer. Fashion designer Moto Guo turned, turned to beauty standards upside down during Milan Fashion Week. Of course, it was Milan. That's when you make your splash. After sending his models down the runway, Assan's makeup showing off very visible acne. Mm-hmm. We'll put the link in the doc here in case it's, it is very visible acne. It looks irritated. It almost looks like he rubbed it with steel wool before he sent them down. Uh, so there's there was various reaction to this. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. First, I was like, oh, good for you. All right, cool. Own it. 
Somebody was like, oh, his new cystic acne was... Here we go. I've been saying cystic acne is chic for two years. Thanks, Milan Fashion Week, for justifying my irony. Who said that? Somebody. Famous, probably. Famous tweeter. Some famous tweeter. But then, some of this is makeup applied. I know. It's not even genuine acne. Yeah. So try telling somebody with serious acne. They'd probably be like, you fucker. Yeah, why don't you just hire me? But then, So then I was like, this guy's full of shit. It's just a stunt. And then... Then something else happened. I realized you don't know. That's part of it. There is genuine acne, and then there's makeup acne. And when you're looking at these people, you don't know which is which. It's a statement is what it is. That's an art project right there. It is a statement. Good for him, you know? Yeah. We're too obsessed with perfection. Exactly. Symmetry. Cleanliness. What you got up there on your forehead? I got it. No, that's a big one. I don't get, I'm lucky I don't get pimples very often, but when I do, I, like, I can't resist. Like, right. I just start fiddling with them. That'll, so mm. this one's got a little scab. Fiddling. Yeah, All right. Well, fiddle so, the bean, man. Greg Zag, you screwed up the dock. I'll have to fix the dock. Oh my God, can you it. handle it? I just did. Let's wow, do the book two club. keystrokes. Summertime. Natch, Ooh. not the Natch Cast Book Club, the Natch Book Club. This is the Natch Book Club, The Taste of Country Cooking by Edna Lewis. We got the 30th anniversary edition of a great Southern classic right here. I would encourage you to listen to episode 68 when we discuss spring. Yep. 69, we discuss summer. And And sit back, relax while we do 70 fall right now. You could even fall back and relax. Why not? Edna Lewis, born April 13, 1916. (laughs) That in there. Died February 13, 2006. An African-American chef and author best known for her books on traditional Southern cuisine. Let us discuss fall. What's great about this book, though, is you can really almost read it like a novel. Each, uh, each season opens with a, a description of what life was like during that season for her and her family in uh, did Freetown. Quest- this question one is always, did you read it? Yes. That was not a confident yes. Almost did you, all of it. Did you read it? Very, I, I got very near to the end of. I've fall. learned. I've learned how to read it. I can do it pretty quick now. So, you, yeah, you know where to focus. You know where to just skim. Well, you don't need to always necessarily read the recipe list unless you're going to cook. And it. I think what people really like is these little quick, these little highlights we give them. Yeah. So I've got some insights. Share them. Oh, I will. Well, I got it. I'm flipping through pages. This is. I how can hear serious, it, man. You got a real se- book. You're not reading that on a PDF. This is a real book club. This is a real book. I'm still looking for the my paper f- cuts to prove it. Here we go. I love this moment. Apples were used in more ways than any other fruit. Blah, 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 blah. Then we get to when they were, uh, there were countless varieties, early, late, winter, crab apple, and the ones used only for making cider. When they were all picked and called over, the bulk of the crop was was heaped, and I'm trying not to get my peas, into a cone shape on the ground, covered over with straw and leaves, and then a thick layer of earth. Love it. These apples were left stored this way until all the apples in the bin in the kitchen were used up. Opened the kiln in February. We had apples until they became... That's a good point. <laughs> Interesting way for the apples to... Uh, I love it. You know what? Around. As I was reading that passage well, that you just read, just, what, just, just what popped into my head? Traditional preservation strategies. It's like come zombie apocalypse time. I want this book in my library. Yeah. Assuming we can still grow food and the water isn't completely destroyed. But I want this book because that is a hell of a tip for how to... Preserve your excess apples. Persimmon beer. Did you see that I tweeted about that? No, did you? Someone organic survey. I love or something? how we don't really know what our Twitter because we're both in it. 
Yeah. Well, no, someone had said like, what, what organic produce is hard to find in your neck of the woods? And I was like, I was like persimmons, bro. Oh, they turn them into and beer. I, in I here. want to make persimmon beer. Yeah. How about that? I'd like to try that. Listen, Get to, on this, it up Listen to this. Listen to this recipe though. It's insane. I've been thinking about going back to just Miller Lite. Really? Just cheap beer. Well, I mean, you drink upslope lager, which is expensive lager that. Yeah. Lager is lager. Exactly. I feel like a, a expensive lager doesn't taste that much different from a cheap so lager. So upslopes t- is like it's like nine ten bucks a six pack, right? You know, it's got probably got better ingredients and it's craft TLC. Oh, I'm sure it is. But how much is a six pack of Miller Lite? Oh, I bet it's like five dollars, half the price. You know what I think you should go Maybe. for? Maybe I bet it's not even a buck a can. Have you had uh, Miller High Life, the champagne of beers? <laughs> you know, I think that might be your beer. You want me to go full fat? Yeah, <laughs> get okay. those calories, man. All right, you go ahead. Listen, though, we would pick. So that, wait, persimmon uh, beer. We would gather the persimmons only after a heavy frost because that was said to sweeten them. We would pick over all that we'd gathered, trim off their caps, and then stir them into a medium soft batter made from the bran of white cornmeal mixed with spring water. After it was all well mixed, we would spoon the batter into a large bread pan and bake it in the oven. After it had been baked and cooled. The cake was placed in a stone crock or a wooden keg with twice as much spring water, then covered and left to ferment until grandfather decided it was ready for drinking, usually in late winter. Yo, pappy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. If I can find some persimmons, I'm going to make I, persimmon loaf beer. You just, I'll just play the role of granddad. Yeah, you tell me when it's ready, granddad. <laughs> yeah. You just come over to the house and... These are quick. These are nice. Uh, black-eyed peas, popular in late summer and fall. Not, they were not planted in the garden, but were planted by farmers as a green manure crop. Before the sowing of wheat, when in full foliage, they were chopped into the soil. That's regenerative, baby. That's genius. That's the way to healthy soil. Listen to this. Steamed wild rice. Wild rice grew along the streams that ran through the fields. We never bothered to gather it for cooking, but watched the turkeys enjoy it as they ran their beaks up the cane and pulled off the rice. Ooh. That's probably why Mother usually received premium price for her turkeys when they were sold. Since then, I've become interested in wild rice and various ideas about how to cook it. I, I, just, I like that little detail, though. It's a little naughty, naughtiness. Oh, but it's, that. you know... Um, some varieties of leafy greens we would gather and cook every day, mostly because we knew instinctively that they were of nutritional value. An instinct that comes from our African heritage, I'm sure. Yeah. Not these pasty European sons of bitches. Can't plug into the ecosystem anymore. I got a good one here. You ready? Yep. The hog. What's that sound? I think that's the dog's stomach. The hog was then cut down the center. A large round tub. They're, they're, they're hog killing. What, what is that sound? <laughs> God, I don't... I, there's a reason why I am the sound hog. There is a... Yeah, because you're the only one that gives a shit. Well, but... Uh, Remember, right. okay, there were some tweets about it this week. There's a fine line between, like... Yeah, you gotta got recognize them. the sound is there. That was me. It's been recognized. So now everyone can embrace it. So thank you. So, just the tip. Really enjoyed the warm hum of what? That's a lawnmower, man. <laughs> what do you want? You want to go into a bomb shelter to record? It just starts right when I can't. All right. Yeah, you're overloaded. I can. The tell. hog was then cut down the center. A large round tub was placed underneath for the entrails to fall into. My father would remove the liver and the bladder, which he would present to us. We would blow the bladders up with straws cut from reeds. 
and hang them in the house to dry. By Christmas, they would have turned transparent like beautiful balloons. We always handled them with care and made them part of our Christmas decorations. That's so gangster. That's so gangster. Martha Stewart, where were we with that one? God, why would you do that when you can go to Walmart and buy some tinsel for 99 cents? A bunch of bullshit. Country fried apples. Yet another reason for me to go buy some duck fat and just... We're on the exact same page yet again. What was the other one? Uh, scallion. Skillet scallions. Skill- skillet scallions. You gotta, scallions. You gotta get, you gotta get some uh, high-grade paleo fat. Yeah. From I think I'll just use uh, coconut. Yeah, we'll know tomorrow, won't we? Yep. You and your consult on your cholesterol results. All right. Well, yeah, why would you ever get a consult on your high cholesterol? Christmas fruitcake? They start that in late September? I know. Well, the, yeah, good... the fall chapter closes out with some Christmas stuff. Christmas planning. Preemptive that's... Christmasing. That's what I got out of it. That's me closing the chapter on the book club. Oh, boy. Loudly. I like them talking There's about... There's only one chapter left, people. Do you remember them talking about the guinea fowl? You need to get on this book club. And how they would keep the guinea fowl around because they were like great. They were like guard chickens or guard fowl because they make a bunch of ruckus when oh, yeah. someone shows up. Yeah, the guinea fowl. The guinea fowl. But they hide up in the trees. You got to shoot them if we you We need one of those. Maybe making a ruckus all day long. Maybe we'll start calling you the guinea fowl. <laughs> Instead of the sound hawk, we'll find a guinea fowl. That'll be your new sound cue. Like, <laughs> Are you looking for a guinea fowl noise? Oh, wait, you're a bird expert. What's a guinea fowl do? Hmm. How many how many guinea fowls did you tag? Oh, hold on, I can do. This sounds suspiciously like every other bird call you do. <laughs> no, that's that owl shit that you do. It's badass. That's a screech owl. All right, I asked for a guinea fowl. Don't know that one. Pathetic. Hey, uh, should we keep doing the book club? Yeah. Next week we'll, we'll well no no next week we won't next week we will be delivering a the it third, will still be very literary though mind highly you highly literary our uh, the third installment of our how to live series we'll be discussing when yeah. bear no our second that's yeah, the second we've already second. done uh, what's his face we'll be bringing that to you that drops Foster next walls, week Fosty walls Foster walls and next next week we're gonna Wendell we're just Berry. gonna cradle Wendell's berries a little Upcoming bit coming in the series we have George Saunders and. Maybe Rachel Ray. Could be Rachel Ray. I'm thinking maybe Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, such a deep thinker. The goop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then the week after that, we'll finish up this book. Should we do another one? And if so... Dune. Which one? I thought we already said we were going to do Dune. The maybe Frank Herbert sci-fi what classic. They read. Maybe they'll tell us what they want to read. Maybe they can read what they want to read, and I'll read what I want to read. Okay. You don't want to invite them into the book club, huh? What is that? Uh, if someone can provide some feedback on Edna Lewis and prove that they've been reading and following oh, along, okay. then by all means, they may recommend the next book. Okay. Dune? Is there any food in Dune? <laughs> There's this a spice melange. <laughs> a what? The Kwisatz Satirak. Don't you remember the Benjamin Leathers Esquire episode? Yes. I went on a wonderful Dune tangent. Spice melange? The spice melange. I don't know what that the is. The worm is the spice. All right. I'm going to do the news. Control the worm. We've control we've, the universe. You, you rammed in Greg's egg on me. I rammed Greg's egg about the right up inside you. Zit art project. What? I didn't say anything. Uh, all right, I'll start. Hey, let's get to the news. Okay. Off teat. A new size of almond milk, and with it, a new world. By Hamilton Nolan. 
I think I think of him as a gawker writer. This appears to be on dead spin. Is that a, is that a problem? No. <laughs> uh, so here we go. This is this is a playful tongue in cheek article about our abandonment of cow's milk. But I think it makes an interesting point, Josh, and I'd like to hear what you think about it. Sure. I'm a thought leader. I'm happy to share. So I'll just, here's a quote. Now, I just recently, no, now I just noticed recently, hmm. Tough quote. You can buy a whole gallon of almond milk at the store, a big plastic jug with the handle. This means that hardworking families can now affordably purchase almond milk as the family's number one milk source on a regular basis without being forced to go back to the store all the time after the kids drank all the milk. That jug is going to last you. I expect that we will now now see an entire generation of children being raised on almond milk alone, leading to happier cows and more almondy people. That's all it took was the uh, the gallon size. People, people is, couldn't figure out how to buy two no, things no. of a... <laughs> They're now selling it in it's gallon like I can only sizes. only buy this one for the week, so... I mean, that's an the price point lower. That, what does that tell you? I guess the demand's enough that they're going to make it in a full gallon. Tells you just new, like new world order. We're that's done drinking pus. That's a psychological shift. It is, but it makes sense. I think. Uh, Did you ever buy a half gallon of milk? Nah, you buy a gallon. I didn't really drink much milk. Milk's gross. You guys don't have milk. Milk's gross. Interesting. It's just uh, am I a, do, am I a perfect nutritious for a baby cow? Which I ain't, which my kids are not. So yeah, no. Uh, Nicole likes milk. She grew up in a house where they had a lot of they had like two liters of Pepsi that were always like flat in the fridge, and she she hated it, so she would just drink milk all the time. So she gets nostalgic for a big glass of milk from time to time. Okay. I have a hard time watching people drink a glass of milk while they eat dinner. It make, make, ruins my meal. Really? Ugh. Interesting. So. Almond milk. I'm all... You'd buy a gallon, wouldn't you? Yeah. Bathe in that shit. <laughs> you've, been, you've been waiting for it. I think that must be telling. I think it's, it's, it's tongue-in-cheek, right? But, I, but there's a subtext there. If they're willing to sell it in gallon sizes, they're putting it on the map. They're saying, boom, there's a market for this. People are going to buy it. Replace the milk. Replace the milk. What is that? A little apple stem? Yeah. That's it. That's off teat. Now it's up. What's your story? Oh, it's not called deep wet crevasse. Tell you what, man, you get I... taken to task for not putting the fake headlines on articles in this Google Doc. Elon Musk's brother is opening a health food joint with an under five dollar menu. Hey, Kimball. By Chase Purdy of Quartz. No, I, I gave this one to you because it's your favorite site. I do like Quartz, and uh, I have had dinner with Kimball Musk before. I think we've heard that before. <laughs> Have I told that story? I think so. It's probably so long ago that people would love to hear it again, don't you think? <laughs> Him and his, his art installation wife. She's not an art installation. She's, a, she's an artist right. who creates interactive there you go. digital art. You got Jen me. LeWin is her name. You got me. She's a woman. I don't care. Is that how it is, Mark? No. You don't like the kids. You don't like women. Just like white men. I don't like much. All right. Keeps but it simple. I know I love you. Is that is that right? I can't remember. What are you singing? I, I don't, don't know much, but I know. I think it's that. What is that? Are you trying to do the Sam Cooke song? Like, don't know much about his no. story. No? No, that's a song. I don't know. Eh, somebody will tell me. Go ahead. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. 
So I guess we won't go anywhere. 303 <laughs> Text the Soundhawk. What song was that? Somebody fucking shoot the Soundhawk. Text the guinea fowl. <laughs> Text the guinea fowl. Oh, Soundhawk is money. You got to be the Soundhawk. That's tough. That's you can, Yeah, you can keep calling yourself the Soundhawk, but in no, my no. mind from now on, you are the guinea fowl. No. Text the Soundhawk. Because you're crying foul. We got what a, was that? Ooh. We got a stick with message. Text the Soundhawk that people know that. Text the Soundhawk, but picture a guinea fowl. Go ahead. would be my advice. So what's going on with Kimball? Five bucks. Well, once, it makes me think so of here's Roy going on Troy Kimball. local. About uh, seven years ago, he sat down to dinner with me. And something hatched oh. over that. <laughs> no. no, I. But I met him. He's a nice guy. And even back then, he was busy working on this stuff. At the time, he was about to open. He has a restaurant called The Kitchen in Boulder. He was about to open Next Door, which was a small restaurant next to The Kitchen. The Kitchen Next Door. Yeah, it was supposed to be kind of like fast casual, but it was, you know, trying to get all local seasonal ingredients, uh, you know, a value-priced menu. One of the early... Putting the fast cat, putting the serious fast casual on the map. Yeah, and I think that there was some connection to schools too. Maybe there were school gardens supplying some of the food, and yeah, some of the money a, went towards schools. I mean, he's a legit right-on dude. I think it's the Grow Foundation is the way they do it. So let me let me break it down for you, like Quartz does. Now that I've told you my, so I know Kim. When we've talked about it, he's going to like take over Memphis and mm-hmm. change the whole food supply. But how's he going to get this? He wants to do fast food under five bucks. He does. And does he know about Roy Choi and Daniel Patterson at local? I would guess that he does. Okay. He seems kind of plugged into that world. I don't know. Should we connect him? Yeah, let's make that introduction. Kimball Musk, who at 43 years old is a year younger than Elon, his famous oh, Tony Stark brother. And one year older than me. There you go. Plans to open a fast food restaurant that offers only healthy and locally sourced foods with menu prices hovering around $5 for every item. Mm. That report comes from Tech Insider. I already got worried hovering around. Mm. It will be called The Kitchenette. Mm. And the first location will open in Memphis, Tennessee in August. So last time we checked in with Musk, he was. He was Memphis. tramping about with uh, his chef, Hugo, in Memphis. You know, Matheson. Hugo Matheson. Yeah. Nailed it, brush. Not, there's another Hugo Atchison, I think, in the South. That is. Are you in, just doing rhymes now? Well, he's in a. I think that's a story for next week. So it's going to be Hugo heavy. I'm hearing all sorts of not hums. next week. All sorts of strange sounds in my head. You think you're schizophrenic? <laughs> getting found. All right, I got to focus. Musk wants to source from local farmers and use only certified organic ingredients to keep mm-hmm. prices capped. He said mm-hmm. he has a plan to work with the farms to source meat and vegetables in bulk and mm-hmm. to only use ingredients that are in season. Uh, well, well, it's a noble, noble uh, idea. That is a steep uphill climb. Yes, but I hope he can do it. Uh, there, maybe if, if anyone can do it, I would. I mean, I think Roy Choi can pull it off. I think Kimball Musk can do uh, it too. He's think, a very smart guy. I think Kimball. Yeah, of course. Impassionate. But but remember, Kimball's bringing that Boulder vibe to it. Roy's bringing that street vibe. And if you're talking about fast food, you want I'd go with Roy. I want, I'm going, my, my money be on Roy getting it. But, but who knows if it's actually, it's probably not organic as the quality. Kimball might be going for a higher quality. Kimball's going to, Kim, 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 Kimball? Kimball, Roy's going to go in a higher quality. Mm-hmm. Roy's going to get more into the dirt with the people. Yeah, mostly organic when possible. I think it's a healthier version of fast food. It's probably less precious about organic and all that. Uh, maybe Kimball's strategy is just he needs to own us. He, he was looking for a city. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to take over a city and see what he can. That's kind of Memphis is Stark-esque. a great city, though. Him and his brother. Who are these guys? 
They're, they started PayPal. <laughs> so. Wait, did they? Uh-huh. No. You wiki that while I talk to you about Memphis. I like Memphis. Nicole and I rented a PT Cruiser once and drove to Memphis. Drove from here to Memphis? From Chicago. We lived in Chicago. You idiot. We went to Graceland. It was called something else, but they started it. Yeah, you got it wrong. No, I didn't. Wait, why am I at PayPal Mafia? Oh, God, that's that freaking Peter Thiel. Thiel, Thiel. Thiel? Putting Gawker out of business. That burns my bubbles. Yeah, you love Gawker. I don't love Gawker, you but love I love gossip. people being able to write about what they want to write about. Yeah, I like that too. I've been reading Gawker recently. I don't know why. Fucker. Uh, I can't find it. It said it somewhere. Let me go back to the PayPal Mafia. Maybe that's what I... So you wanted a local update too? Yeah, I want to know... Like well, All you put in was their Instagram. You added that to my... Yeah. Did you look at it? Yeah, I did. It looked like stuff was going great. I think, I think they're expanding. They got another location in... Did they open the one in the Tenderloin? Up north, San Fran. Sure. You don't. You're updating. How do I know? <laughs> you put this. You just put in the Instagram. So I, was, I was like, oh, I'll look and check well, in. It looks like, sounds, yep, yep. Business is humming along. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't gonna walk. You. Hold on. PayPal Mafia is a term used to indicate a group of former PayPal employees and founders who have since founded and developed additional technology companies, such as Tesla Motor. Okay, okay. Three members, Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, and Reid Hoffman, have become billionaires. Well, isn't that great? He's probably going to put us out of business now. We should stop talking about him. Yeah, probably. Originally, PayPal was a money, uh, members. Here we go. All right, so Peter Thiel. How do you say his name? Thiel. Thiel? Maybe. Founder and former CEO. He is the Don of the PayPal Mafia. Elon, founder of X.com, which acquired the company Confinity. Musk, Musk later... Co- what does that have to do with PayPal? I don't know. They were part of it. He's part of it. Yeah, I just... I just the founder. This is boring. Okay. Billionaires are boring. Yeah, of course they are. So there's no big... But at least he's using his money. They're both, both those brothers using their fortune to at least do something constructive. <laughs> not hire lawyers to yeah, sue. Yeah, not like <laughs> trying to destroy media companies. Like, let's get the space and let's try and unfuck food a little bit good so. for kim of course good for kimball and hey, good luck i'm worried about that more interesting than roy Choi's instagram page is just to open locale or local local their page well no i'm just they don't they don't have an instagram page do they sure they do we local oh why didn't you send me that i don't know i thought you had a brain i do have a brain you were feeding if, me something even if it says research find out what's going on at local if we're, gonna talk about, if we're gonna talk about cheap fast food of a higher quality, aren't, aren't we going to want to talk about local? Yeah, we're doing it right now. Okay. It looks like things are going good. <laughs> God. They're, All right. They're serving meals. Yeah. Uh, lo- local, local, local. Why do I want to mispronounce it? It's such a weird word. Mm-hmm. Local Oakland. Oh, that's a tongue twister. Local Oak. Local Oakland now open. 8 a.m., 8 p.m. Local Oakland. 2214 Broadway. Is that? That's not Watts. That's near San Francisco. I don't know if that's Tenderloin, though. Did they not do the Tenderloin one? Maybe not. Maybe it's too tender. Hey, let me just do a little research real quick on local. I'm going to go to their website. Revolutionary Fast Food. Let's see what your locations are. Oakland Menu. Okay, there's two places. Oakland and Watts. Yep. You and your Tenderloin obsession. They said they were going to the Tenderloin. You said you were going to the Tenderloin. I think you got to get backwards there, buddy. Oh, look at this 
Look at this overlapping font. I like that. Hey, we almost did that on a timestamp. Did we? Yeah, remember when you were redesigning the timestamp? We had that huge font and everything was overlapping. Oh, I did like that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, they, right. got, they got t-shirts? I think they're going to open another one up. At, they, I think they said Crenshaw. And then they, I don't remember about Tenderloin. Okay, that, that update was a dead end. Here we go. Well, what do you mean? It's open for business. The food looks good. What yeah. do you want? All right, so here you go. They haven't, you got to make a bet. I don't have a marketing report. You got to make a bet. 10 years from now, who's around? Local or kitchenette? Oh. Or who's bigger? Oh, wait. Um. I don't know. Why do I have to bet? Crisper cat out of crisper bag. Oh, let me get that sound cue for you. Life, the remix by Alice Park. Article in Time Magazine, only in the print version right now. You cannot find the link in the doc because there is no link, but you should still get the doc. Sign up for the newsletter at Natch.is. Did you fix the whole newsletter problem or do they still... Text the Soundhawk? Text the Soundhawk. What do you mean fix it? There's no problem. It works. People are signing up for it still. Are they? I sent you that... that Wait. Crisper. Crisper. So you're going to have to sit back and listen. Happy to. Crisper Cast 9. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. That's what she said. Just four years old... This discovery is transforming research into how to treat disease, what we eat, and how we'll generate electricity, fuel our cars, and even save endangered species. Experts believe that CRISPR can be used to reprogram the cells not just in humans, but also in plants, insects, practically any piece of DNA on the planet. What is it? It's gene editing. You got it! There's a nice little graphic here. I'll show it to you. People can't see it at home. See this little guy coming in with the healthy code? And he's like, ooh, bad code. Snip, snip, snip. Unraveled it. Cut it out. Put my new one in. Heals itself. If done inside an egg, sperm, or embryonic cell, the changes made by CRISPR will be passed on to future generations. Shit. Are you saying I need CRISPR in my nut? With CRISPR, changes can be made more precisely and easily to practically any living thing. I'm just setting it up for you how big a deal this is. Ready? Yep. If the evolution from giant mainframes to personal computers forever changed technology, CRISPR promises to do something similar for genetics, democratizing the power to improve on nature for scientists at nearly all levels of expertise in practically every field. Huge. It's simple. It's cheap. How cheap is it? I'll tell you this. Today, you can go online to any number of biological supply companies and order your own CRISPR kit for as little as $130. Yo. Yeah. That's like the next internet, man. Just it's, crisping up your shit. The simplicity that makes CRISPR so powerful, <laughs> it also raises the possibility that terrorists or rogue states could deploy it as a weapon. Huge surprise. A fear that led Director of National Intelligence James Clapper to include gene editing methods like CRISPR on a list of mass destruction threats. Just when that story is making me feel better about things. The world's going crazy right now. With the tools easily bought online, it would be theoretically possible to engineer a killer mosquito that transmits a deadly disease or a DNA damage... 
the damaging virus that could infect human cells and decimate the population. That's some bad news shit right there. All right, I think I got one last bit here. A lot of quotes. Oh, here's this good. You know what some earlier versions of CRISPR before when our, when our gene splicing technology wasn't as sharp? They had inscrutable names like Zinc Fingers <laughs> and Talons. That's an acronym, Talons. But zinc talons f- is pretty metal. Zinc Fingers is... Soundtalk has talents. There was such a backlog of knowledge about genes and such an unmet need for ways to manipulate them that the technique was immediately heralded as monumental. The moment, quote, the moment CRISPR was introduced, everyone immediately knew what to do, says Barnes. All the things they thought should be done could now actually be done. So, you know, we called that CRISPR... They're making freaking mushrooms out of it. They're, they're, what are you worried about it? Looks like you're concerned. <laughs> I just feel like we are podcasting during the end of time. <laughs> I think we are. That does raise the fundamental questions. Like, this is a very powerful technology. We could use it to save us from the pig virus, the pig well, superbug. Yeah, like the superbug, pissing out UTC, UTS, superbug. Or we could decide we don't like cystic fibrosis anymore and eliminate that. That'd be wonderful. Except the people that are alive with it and begin to feel like, well, I guess I don't count anymore. Oh, you're saying then you won't cure it. Can't cure it if you already got it, I don't think. No, I know, but you're saying if we can eliminate it, we won't be spending money trying to cure it. We'll just wait for those people to die. Well, that is a problem, too. There's lots of ethical... Cystic fibrosis is nasty business, man. Why'd you bring... Why that one? (laughs) Have you seen that movie, Sick? Because it's a genetic... You could... could, The early work being done... Who is this lady? She's delightful. Kathy Nyakin. I think she's in the UK. She's, do, she's been given human embryos to like figure out exactly how this stuff... They don't give just everyone human embryos, <laughs> do they? A plant pathologist at Pennsylvania St- State University has created a mushroom that doesn't brown using CRISPR. That's crucial. There you gonna, there's this guy, uh, what's his name? George Church. Prof- he's famous. Why is he famous? What'd he do? Something famous. Let's go to church. Big deal, guy. Big brain. Exploring the possibility of saving the Asian elephant by giving it an entirely new habitat in the relatively human conflict-free tundra of Siberia. He's no George Cathedral. How's he going to do that? I don't know. Oh. Oh. They can just give him some woolly mammoth uh, genes. If you can bring back woolly mammoths, I'm into it. Bring back woolly mammoths? It's all on the table now. But you're right. We got the tool. What possible reason would we have to believe we could use it effectively? Or that, yeah, or that people Without aren't going to use it royally screwing us up. Yeah. Especially if it's like open source Raspberry Pi level technology. It's like anyone with 130 bucks can do it. That's a little frightening. End time. We only want the uh, affluent people to have control of the CRISPR, if you know what I'm saying. Charge more for it. All right. Well, that's not cool, dog. That's it? You want to go deep down in the end times talk? <laughs> oh, I don't know. This is end times related it's all end times i don't know what do we do during end times i guess you can't really fight it here's what you can do you can learn five things about china's yulin dog meat festival oh you changed the title i didn't oh yeah i changed it to that's not cool dog okay that's good that's 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 actually a double prong title there that's not cool to put deep crevasse in my titles just because i didn't put them in yet and what what's happening in at this dog festival ain't so cool either Okay, I'm listening. This article comes from Carla Thomas of Forbes. Love Carla. So the Lychee and Dog Meat Festival. 
So it's, uh, there you go. <laughs> right away, it's paired with a fruit. The, Le- <laughs> the Lychee and Dog Meat Festival, otherwise known as the Yulin Dog Festival, kicked off in southern China this week amid a fevered pitch of demands from the international community for the city to halt the controversial event. Critics of the festival in a widely circulated PSA from nonprofit organization Animal Hope and Wellness Foundation, they call it barbaric. Because we're cooking dogs? They're cooking dogs. Hmm. So if we just start with that before we dig a little deeper. All right. I can. I can let's I can. just start with cooking dogs. I'm ready. I mean, dogs are wonderful. I have a dog. Yeah. Love my dog. Yeah. Would never eat my dog. Nope. Don't want to eat any other dogs. But pigs. Push came to shove. I've eaten a lot of bacon, and I've met pigs, and I know that people have pigs as pets, and I know pigs have as much personality as dogs. Pulp Fiction told me so. So, like, so on that, just on that front, is it really that fucked up to eat dogs if we eat pigs and other animals with personalities? You know full well it's not. Right. You know full well that by some, well, there's certain things about a dog that are charming and personable, and to their great credit, they've latched on to humans, and they've got had a good ride. They're smart. They're smart, and they're wonderful, but it could have been another animal. Well, it might not have been. There's a, <clears throat> ooh, that, I know what we're going to read for our next book club. Wolverines. Next book club, The Naked Ape by Desmond Morris. It was one of my favorite books when I was like in college. It's, it's, he's a zoologist, and it's him examining humans as like through the lens of a zoologist, just as, as animals. But he has, he has theories about everything. It's really a pretty fascinating book. Some of them are kind of outdated, but his yeah, theory on why dogs and cats were domesticated is that they, their facial a- structure closely resembles our own. Oh, we, look, like we look for old, similarities. This old cover with these butts. Yeah. That's, oh, why, I wish that I, why, you had, that's why you like No, it. I have the hard band, but I, my kids would like that one because they like butts. It's a really good book. That's what we're reading, it's please. Very, it's very old, though. Yeah, but it's some of it's so good. He All has right. like theories on why we go, why like war and religion and everything. And all right, do you have it? I might have two copies. If you have two copies, then this is a done deal. I used to every time I saw that book, I would buy a copy just so I could give it to someone when I was all right running my mouth about it. We'll check after the show. So, so there might be a reason that we that dogs and cats. I can I can are go, the closest to us. I can, but cats also because I mean with that I can critch. Are you trying to get all street, Roy Choi? What's going on? There's a word I'm trying. I can jive. Yeah, it's like jive. I can crunk. Okay, go ahead. What are you I doing? can uh, crank. <clears throat> yeah, you can crank on that, Mark. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Off my game. Off teat. Off teat. Uh, weren't cats domesticated though? Because people realize, like, oh, they kill mice that are trying. Well, to I mean, this is, it's like Brexit, right? Is I it? don't know. I, I, ter- I I'm not a fan of Brexit. <laughs> Of what, the, the cute little term or the whole thing? Oh, that they've done this, and it does seem to be sort of a nostalgic grasp for something that's never going to come back and shouldn't. But, well, kinda, but, that, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, well, it's, you know, a country should be able to decide its own. If they want to eat dogs, they can eat dogs. Mm-hmm. If it's right. culturally relevant to them. Well, let me take it a step further for you now. I'm, we're not going to do a good telling them not to via the animal hope. I mean, maybe they're great people at the Animal Hope and Wellness Foundation. We'll but talk the about fact those people in a minute. Chinese name tells me it's not going to work in China. That's a good point. But listen to this. So proponents of the dog festival have argued that the practice of eating dog in Asia is cultural I, and it predates modern history and should be respected as a cultural tradition. But well, let's pause right there because I can tell you, I can give you a dog story. You ate dog. Nope. Mom, I mean, who knows? I don't think I did. 
We never made it to China on the great uh, world tour, the Jenny and Mark world tour, 2001-2002. When you were trying to find tramps to hump? (sighs) That was early in the trip. You got all the tramp humping out of your system early on? I didn't need any tramps to hump. You paid for high-class tramps, didn't you? I didn't pay for anything. Now, (laughs) in Vietnam... I have a memory of it being Vietnam. I don't think it was Thailand. I think it was Vietnam. A lot of motorbikes. We traveled everywhere on the cheap, you know, hostels, backpacker joints. Riding tramps. You would see cages of animals, you know, on the back of a motorbike. Mm-hmm. There was like, oh, those are some beautiful ducks. Okay, I guess I'm going to eat some ducks. There's a, some cats. Little tiny puppy dogs. Just crammed together in a cage. On par with any other type of meat, you would, you saw that, it stung a little, but then you moved on. It's their, it's their, it's their thing. But here's where it gets really bad. Uh, in line with the belief that when tor- the celebrities come in, no, no, would oh. you listen? Yes. Can you can you purse the lips for a sec, there, buddy? What happened to all these celebrities? I'll tell you about them in a minute. Oh. In line with the belief that tortured dogs will provide better meat, conditions with which dogs are transported and slaughtered are often poor and treated with little oversight. Many of the dogs are unvaccinated and rabies is a high concern. So that's where it gets a little thorny. It does and it doesn't, right? It does, but what what sick fuck shit is that? No, I thought they were saying... These animals will taste better if we, like beat the shit out of them and torture them? Well, do they? Or is is the torture the fact that they haven't vaccinated them or that they're crowded into a cage on the back no, of a listen, motorbike, which we're doing with no, all the animals specific, we eat in No, the I know that, but listen, in line with the belief that tortured dogs will provide better meat, it's like a it's like a thing. They, they believe that. If you want the meat to taste better, torture the shit out of the dog. But what does torture mean? Well, if you watch the video, it's pretty... Ugh. I mean, they don't actually show them torturing, but they're like in these big cages, like 30 dogs in a big it's cage. It's the same and just as like, the way we eat meat here. No, I know. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking about, right? This I is guess super we don't horrifying. Believe that, we don't believe that the torturing actually makes it better meat. It just makes it cheaper. Well, you should watch this video. But what I, what I figured out... I am not going to watch that video. I dialed it down, man. It's the intimacy with which they are torturing these animals. Because it's like a couple dudes rolling a big square crate full of dogs and just like end over end and they're falling all over the place. Oh, that's bad. Or they're like lifting dogs out of things. and like That's they, not good. They boil them in oil alive. Like th- okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Terrible shit. We oh. do, but we've just industrialized it. So it's, so the intimacy goes oh, away and it's removed, right? That's wrong. I yeah. no longer believe. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I could turn you on this one. They should not be allowed to do that. Okay. So, but in this PSA from the Animal Hope and Wellness Foundation, you have a ton of celebrities voicing their disgust. Okay, good. So, we got Matt Damon. I mean, I guess good. You know what? Who gives a fucking shit about these people? It's end times. About what people? The celebrities? Yes. Hey, well, they're just using their celebrity to try and accomplish something. You can't really hate on them for that. But what's interesting to me is I, I, I went down this list and... All right, I, was give checking. Me Matt I was like, I wonder how many of these people are actually vegetarians. I'm with Matt. I'll go with Matt. Matt Damon is a vegetarian, I think, sometimes, but not quite a vegan. He thinks people should be vegan, but he can't quite pull it off himself, he said in an interview. And he got dragged human. through the coals by PETA a few years ago for attending a bullfight. <laughs> I've been to a bullfight. Rooney and Kate Mara. I did not enjoy it. Rooney Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara is uh, in the American version of... Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Kate Mara, is on House of Cards. Oh, yeah, she was, and then they killed her by pushing her into a subway car. She gets killed? You haven't seen House of Cards? 
I watched the first season. I thought it was kind of shitty. She's been dead for seasons, many seasons. Oh, well, good. I'm glad I'm not watching it. It's, 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 that might be where that show... That show I don't was, know if it jumped the shark, but it, it took a different turn. I think that show jumped the shark in the opening minutes of this first no, episode. I, I think, well, I think it's the... It's f- like, I'm going to talk to the camera, and I'm Mr. Insider, no, and I'm thing. ruthless, and blah, 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 blah. So you remember season one. I think it's season two. I think it's the first episode of season two. My memory might be bad. Where like he meet, he's like, ah, we can't do this anymore. And he meets her, and they're in the subway in D.C., and there's a cart coming, and he just like puts on his hat and just pushes her. <laughs> and then run, like looks away from the cameras and runs away. Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey. Jesus. Yeah. Doesn't he become president later in that show? Oh, yes, he does. What a just lurid fantasy we got going here. Right. Okay, so both those sisters are vegans. So they're legit. Got it. Joaquin Phoenix, vegan since the age of three. Gotta be. Yeah, gotta be. Well, with a name like Joaquin. Pretty legit, right? Phoenix, yeah. Mini- he, so he, you watched this P- PSA? Yeah. What does he look like in it? Is he clean shaven? Is he crazy man? What is it? He, I think he had a beard. He looks like super haggard. He, they all look like... I think I think the oh. idea is that they're all supposed to... They look like they've just watched a bunch of doggy snuff film. Like they're all oh, like shaken God. and fucked up and their eyes are all teared up. Maybe they uh, were at Milan Fashion Week. So they all just look kind of hung over. Uh, so Minnie Driver, Minnie. This is what's funny. I found this quote from her. I'm not a vegan, but I went to a farm school. I used to have a pig, so I can't eat pigs, and I like lambs, so I can't eat them. And I used to have a milk cow. I used to have milk cows, so I can't eat cows. But I don't mind if anybody else does. And I hate turkeys, so I eat them. <laughs> God, it's a very reasonable Has approach. She seen though. a turkey lovingly lick up the stalk of a rice plant and. Yeah, once you've, seen a, once you've seen a turkey filange or fillet fillet wild rice, it's all over. All right. Uh, Hugh Laurie, vegan. Pamela Anderson, vegan. Alicia Silverstone, oh, yeah. longtime vegan. Edward James Olmos. What? Vegan. No way. And big time, big time water rights activist. That's his main thing. Edward James Olmos, really? Love it. What was his name in Battlestar Galactica? Amadala? No. Oh, look at you. You're Admiral. Good. Admiral. Oh, you keep going. Oh, man. Why are you doing that? So say we all. So say we all. Yeah. I, I haven't thought about that show in a while. Oh, I love that show. That's uh, the great thing about having kids. Admiral William Adama. Adama. I was close. You were close. I was confusing him with Natalie Portman's character in those haven't terrible Star it. Wars prequels. Um, Cousin It, Yoko Ono. Well, then there's, uh, there's, I think it's Yoko Ono, but there's a person <laughs> in this video who has like... Uh, like chin length hair but it's all combed down in her face half of it's black half of it's white and then she's got a hat on and i'm pretty sure it's yoko ono and then but she like talks through the hair wow she's like please stop so so you got that i'm pretty sure she's a vegetarian dude this is wrong all right so an estimated ten thousand dogs are expected to be killed at this year's festival Jeez. prices of dog meat dishes at the festival keep mounting oh boy so. oh and i forgot it's, to get oh, a sh- it's more complex than i even could imagine at the beginning Yep, that's why, now that is how you deliver a story, Mark. That is, Natch. I strategized on that one for a while. I realized, like, last week, I feel like I was just fumbling over some bullet points through that last Russia story. Week. I was not going to let that happen again. You, this, so I took you, you on a journey, motherfucker. You brought this story. Took you on a journey. You did. Props for that. And I got to give a shout out to my boy, Paul. Totally. He, uh, he told me about that article. Paul who? He's the husband of a of a woman named Angela who I work with at, at TEDx. Sweet. Hi. Let's not divulge any last names. I'm not going. We were just kicking it at the after party, and he was like, "I yeah, told sure him." I to- 
We got some new Natch <laughs> listeners from me talking to people at this yeah. event. I'll tell you what. And I dumb, I didn't have a business card because we don't have business cards. But man. We do have a new logo. Oh, and for Dife, I got it. I got it. This one's for we Dife. We have brand alignment on the name Natch. It's all coming together. Dife, I met this woman whose name escapes me. Uh, who's Felix. She's, she's an acupuncturist now. Mm. But uh, she used Mara. to she used to be a DJ at Y108. Weird touch. Y108 was like the, the pop radio station. When I was a kid, I had a Y108 sticker on my skateboard. Really? And Defe one time. In fact, Defe, did she send a, a dealing with Defe? No. She, she said she sent something. Not to me. She made it sound like she'd sent it to us. Uh-uh. Anyway, when you finally get around to recording that, tell, tell everyone the story about when you won $500 from Y108. That was one of my favorite stories of all time. Oh, all she right. called in and won $500 from Y108. Oh, look at that. So anyway, I was talking to that lady for a long time. And once she told me that she was, she was like, oh, yeah, I worked at didn't Y108 for a while. I, was, I dropped to the floor. I was like, could it, could Y108? It could have ended three minutes ago. Not really, because we have some very valued listeners who I, I knew that she would Shout appreciate out. that. All the people. All the people. Everyone. All the early listeners that are still there. They're still there. Who's still there? Just the tip. Just the tip's still Dife. there. Defe's still there. Chopette. She's still there. Deke. I don't know. I think he's still there. Envelope. Still there. Shaggy Brownie. <laughs> still there. I like how we just do all these code names. What? Uh, uh, My mom. Still there, maybe. Uh, Dirty Lemon. In theory. Still there. Neil. He survives. He's still there. Neil does survive. Come on out, Neil, in September. Oh, wait, I feel like I had one well, other thing. We'll, to... we'll, we're going to have you. We'll, we'll do a movie night. He liked that movie night. He and Zach liked that movie night. Yeah. I did a personal Instagram pic on an account that Only this time. is not promoted. We'll here. go ahead and put me in charge of AV so it's tolerable, so the conditions Jeez. are optimized. You, you wanna, you're ragging on Red Twist. I was too busy. Couldn't do the AV. You're, look at you. Yeah. You hear that Red Twist? <laughs> Your AV skills suck. I don't like those. Uh, you don't have you don't have lights hanging right over the screen. You can't see the picture. They weren't hanging. They were above it and added to the ambiance. Nope, that's throwing throwing light. Well, you know what else? Genius You're losing resolution. Genius. We had three and four four year old three year olds. They needed the light. What do they need light for when they're watching a movie? They would have gotten scared. They didn't watch. What were you watching? Chucky. They didn't watch the Child's movie anyway. Play? No, they wanted to watch Princess Bride. That's a great movie. There's a couple scenes that are rough for them. What do you mean the eels? Or like when he no, gets the killed. Rat, the, the, oh, the like, swamp rat? The swamp rat and then the, uh, uh, I guess the torture one's not too bad. Well, he like sucks life. That's Christopher Guest sucking life out of him. With that machine? Yeah, it's yeah. Christopher Guest. I know it's Christopher Guest. I just saw the movie like three days ago. All right, well, let me get you a gold star, buddy. So we might have some outro music for you here. Oh, yeah, I think I still have that somewhere. Enjoy that. What is it again? It's Cool Runnings doing a cover of Classic. Uh, Classic when cool Runnings. Cry. Thanks everyone for listening. This is Natch 70. Natch 70. Natch 70. Don't call it a Natch cast. Come back next week for 71. Dig if you will the picture of you and I engaged in a kiss. The sweat of your body covers me. Can you, my darling, can you picture this? Dream if you can of a courtyard, an ocean of violets in bloom. Animals strike curious poses. They feel the heat between me and you. Me and you. Between me and you. 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 
I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm running, I'm running. I'm cool, I'm cool. Watch if you will, my stomach. Feel how it trembles inside. You've got the butterflies all tied up. Don't make me chase you. Even dogs have pride. Pride. They have pride. How can you leave me standing? Alone in a world that's so cold. Maybe I'm just demanding. Maybe, maybe I'm like my father. Too cold. Maybe you're just, just like, like my mother. mother. She's, She's never, never satisfied. satisfied. Why, Why do we scream, scream at each other? other? This, this is what, what it sounds sound like when the doves, doves cry. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm running, I'm running. I'm cool, I'm cool. When doves cry, Cold all alone. So cold, so cold. Touch my stomach, if you will. The heart it trembles. It's trembling. Yeah, them does cry, boy. They cry. One love. Ted Diggs, Angela Bassett. <laughs>